today, let's focus on the second half of verse 2 from my sermon this past Sunday in 1 Peter chapter 3. Verse 2 reads this way, Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly. The second part of, of this verse contains the second heart attitude that we see God commanding of those who are called to shepherd his flock to exercise oversight over the church for elders, pastors, overseers. And and that second heart attitude is that they would do the work of shepherding the flock of God eagerly and not for shameful gain. As I thought about that this week, I, I thought about the recent ruling this year from the NCAA that cleared the way for student athletes to begin to make some money as collegiate athletes in collegiate sports. I know there's there's different sides of this argument that can be made, but I think for many of us, one of the things that we love about college sports is that it's it's different from professional sports in an important way. The college athletes aren't making money from the sport, they're still playing for the love of the sport. Whereas those in professional sport who are making millions of dollars, it's a different level of intensity often. It's just a difference there when it's done for money rather than done strictly out of eagerness to play the game. I think this gets to the heart of this call that for the pastor or elder, God's desire, his demand, is that they serve out their call, fulfill their role in shepherding the flock of God eagerly, wanting to fulfill it and do it for the joy of serving the Lord and doing his work, rather than doing it for shameful gain. You know, as we talked about on Sunday, shameful gain can mean much more than just financial gain. I think oftentimes within the context of ministry in the church, it more often does mean gain outside of just financial gain. That's certainly a temptation, financial gain that can be made. But the selfish gain that is often the biggest temptation for the elder, overseer, the pastor, is the selfish gain of the praise of men. Ending up doing what you do and making the decisions you make in ways that will please man rather than please God. Perhaps it's even selfish gain where it's it's the desire to be the Savior to the flock of God rather than pointing them to Christ to be the one with all the answers, to be the one they come to and to desire that they are looking to you. These are selfish gains that can be in the heart of those called to serve as elders, pastors, and they're dangerous. And the Lord warns and says clearly in this verse that his desire is that elders, overseers, pastors would serve eagerly and not for selfish gain.
So today, how does this apply to you, church? What are you to do with this? I think there's a couple of things that you should do. The most important one is to pray. To pray for your elders, your pastors, that God would protect our hearts, that He would guard us from the temptation to selfish gain. Not just financial, but in all of these other ways that we can be tempted to gain selfishly from ministry rather than to serve eagerly in the work that God has called us to do. I think that's the most important thing you can do is pray. I also think we should thank God. We should thank Him for His wisdom in a plurality of elders, having more than one pastor of the church who are pastoring together. The accountability and encouragement that a group of pastors brings in protecting the church through protecting its elders. God is so good. Thank Him for that today.